and welcome to a Word for This Day podcast. I'm Jory Schaefer, the show's host and creator, and it is such a blessing to have you come along with us today. I want to take just a minute uh, to give a shout out to everyone who um, continues to listen for all the repeat listeners. It's just such a blessing. Some of you I hear from, um, some of you I don't know who you are, but God knows who you are, and um, I just pray that He will bless the time that you spend in His Word, getting to know Him better. I'm looking this morning, um, and I, I want to tell you that I record these usually a day or two or three before they go live, um, just in case something happens with electricity or internet or work or life or family or whatever, um, so that they can be uploaded each day. And uh, it's just so neat to see how God uses. He knows what's going to happen, and um, He knows what Scripture will need for the day. Um, and it's neat to see how He um, applies all of His Word to our lives. But when I look here, uh, we have just, um, at the time of this recording, exceeded 1,500 downloads of the podcast. And I think it's 1,567 downloads, and uh, I think it's in seven countries and 117 cities across 24 states in the U.S., and that's not anything that I've done. That is all from God, and I just want to give Him the praise and the glory for that. And there's some of you that I can see early in the morning. I don't know who it is. I just know from where you're coming from, and... With this episode that's downloaded on the day that I'm recording, not the episode that I'm recording, but from a couple of days ago, um, there's uh, a couple of you in Crossville, Tennessee, Monroe, Tennessee, Chicago, Knoxville, Brandon, Mississippi, Lebanon, Tennessee, Cookville, Tennessee, Nicholasville, Kentucky, Shepherdsville, Kentucky, Livingston, Tennessee, Albany, Kentucky, Birdstown, And we've got someone in Tokyo, shout out to Japan, um, who's downloaded the last couple of days. And I just pray that this is an encouragement to you. But you um, early, these early morning ones um, are about the same every morning. And I just uh, thank you for coming on this journey and uh, just ask God to bless you in that. So the word for this day for January the 21st. 2022 comes from the little book of Jude in the New Testament. It's right before Revelation. um, And I think it's an often overlooked book because it's overshadowed by by the first, second, and third John that come before it. And then the big uh, finale of Revelation that comes after it. But I'll read this to you and then we'll jump in. So um, Jude is just one chapter. So it's um, the book of Jude, I guess you would call it a chapter one, verse 21, and and I'm reading from the English Standard Version. Keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life. So as you know, um, when we read something in a new book or um, in any part of the scripture, um, it's really a good idea to uh, know the context, know who wrote the book, who it was written to. I think it just sheds a greater light on the meaning. 
Um, and I hope that you're enjoying uh, or that you find it helpful, this background uh, information, because I think it is so important, so very important as we study the Scripture. We're not just reading, we're studying. We want to know more about what God has said and, and what He has for our lives, and so we don't want to just flippantly gloss over it, and I have done that at um at times, you know, I check my box, I read my daily scripture, I move on, but God gave this to us to really think about and meditate and study and to see how we can apply it to our lives. So um, I would invite you, as always, to, to read this little book. It's just one chapter of 25 verses, but let me tell you, it is jam-packed full of all kinds of goodness and um, I'll, I'll tell you this little, uh, brief story. I'm in a Bible study group with some dear sisters and I'll just give you a shout out. Um, we, um, usually meet weekly on an early morning on a Saturday morning and we do precept studies, which are just, um, really digging into the word and, um, much of the things that I'm um, sharing with you, teaching you, strategies that I'm telling you, I've learned over the years in doing the precept studies. And we were in between books, and somebody said, well, let's just do Jude. It's just one chapter. And um, we thought, oh, yeah, we can do this in three or four weeks. Oh, my goodness, there was so much stuff there. We realized that we could have kept going for a month or two, but it was all already time for us to start our next uh, our next book study. Um, but I would invite you to just spend some time in this. There are some portions that, um, with some references that I'm not sure exactly um what they all mean, but we know it's in Scripture. We know it's the inspired Word of God, but there's some really good uh, good things in here, as usual. So if we look in verse 1 of Jude, we know that um, this is written by Jude. It says, Jude, a servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James, to those who are called beloved in God the Father and kept for Jesus Christ, may mercy, peace, and love be multiplied to you. So um, Jude mentions that he is the brother of James, and in other scriptures, uh, it's thought that he was also the half-brother of Jesus, just like James was the half-brother of Jesus. This James that he's talking about is the same James um, that wrote the book of James. As we discussed when we discussed um, James, um, we know that Jesus' brothers, his earthly brothers, the brothers he grew up with, um, did not believe initially that he was the Christ. And um, we see that from in John chapter 7, verse 5, for not even his brothers believed in him. And then also in Matthew chapter 13, starting in verse 53, uh, we read, and when Jesus had finished these parables, so Jesus had been teaching, uh, he went away from there and coming to his hometown, he taught them in their synagogue so that they were astonished and said, where did this man get his wisdom and these mighty works? Is, is this, is not this the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary and are not his brothers James and Joseph and Simon and Judas? And the next verse, 
and uh, are not all his sisters with us. I love that because we don't often hear about Jesus having sisters, and we don't think about him, or I don't often think about him being in a family setting like we are. That same um, same conversation, or uh, yes, same conversation was recorded in Mark chapter six, verse three, where it says. Um, let's see here. Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary and brother of James and Joseph and Judas and Simon? So we notice a lot of times in the scripture, and depending on the translation you use, sometimes the uh, the names are pronounced a little differently. Like um, Isaiah may be Isaiah and Zechariah may be uh, Zacharias. Um but it is thought that this Judas that's mentioned here is the same Jude, the same half-brother of Jesus, the same uh, Jude that wrote the book of Jude. Um, he's not a disciple, not one of the original twelve, um, but was very close with the Lord Jesus. I started to say, I don't know who was the oldest, but duh, Jesus was born first. Um, he was born to Mary and Joseph. And then after that, um, Mary had more children. So we know Jude was close. Uh, we know he was close with James. And so he was one of the original bearers and spreaders of the gospel. Uh, we, I love this. Uh, in his greeting, he says, To those who are called, beloved in God the Father, and kept for Jesus Christ. That was believers then, and that is us now if we are believers. And um, this is a, a very interesting, I love this. Um, we, we find the reason for Jude's writing of this letter here in, the, in verses 3, or in verse 3, he says, Beloved, although I was very eager to write to you about our common salvation, I found it necessary to write appealing to you to contend for the faith that was once for all delivered to the saints. So he had a plan just to uh, write a, an encouraging letter, but because of the times that he was in, because of the false teachers and uh, that you'll read about if you read this book, but the direction of his letter changed, and he was encouraging them, and I think encouraging us to contend to contend for the faith. And oh my goodness, in this day and age, don't we need more people to contend for this faith? So this is where we find ourselves, and I'm going to back up just a few verses before our verse for the day, just so you can see how it fits. So beginning in verse 17, it says, But you must remember, beloved, the predictions of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. They said to you, In the last time there will be scoffers following their own ungodly passions. Isn't that today, friend? It is those who cause divisions, worldly people devoid of the Spirit, but you, beloved, building yourselves up in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life. So how do we keep ourselves in the love of God? Um, what does that mean? And I, I think that means to hold fast, to abide, to rest in. Um, and the neat thing is, as hard and fast as we try to hold on to him, 
he holds us even stronger. It all came from him first. He, you know, he pours his spirit into his Holy Spirit into the believer's heart, and that's how we can just hold on to him because we have that confidence. Um, and then we're waiting for that mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life. It is the His ultimate mercy, His grace that saves us and, and is going to allow us to have that eternal life with Him. Um, if we look in um, the Gospel writer John's letter of uh, 1 John, I think we see the, the answer to the question we just asked, how can we abide in Him? And and this is in 1 John chapter 4, beginning in verse 13. By this we know that we abide in Him and He in us, because He has given us of His Spirit. And we have seen and testify that the Father has sent His Son to be the Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God... God abides in him and he in God. So we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love and whoever abides in, in love abides in God and God abides in him. By this is love perfected with us so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment because as he is, so also are we in this world. Just love that. And then... um. Over in Second Corinthians, excuse me, um, chapter five, verse fourteen, it says, "For the love of Christ controls us, because we have concluded this: that one has died for all; therefore, all have died, and he died for all, that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who, for their sake, died and was raised." He does all the hard work. We just have to uh, trust and believe and obey and confess that Jesus is God's Son and confess what He's done for us. What a blessing. So those last two passages were what the Gospel writer John said we could do to abide in His love, um, what the Apostle Paul tells us that God's love does for us. But here are words from Jesus, and I'll close uh, or kind of wrap it up with this from John chapter 15, beginning in verse 9. And these are in red letters, so these are things that the Lord Jesus spoke. It says, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in His love. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. He did it all for us and he has done all the hard work. So when it says in our verse for the day, keep yourselves in the love of God, he's made it for easy for us. We just have to trust and believe. We have to um, be in his word, be in his commandments, keep those commandments. Um, but as First uh, John says, his commandments are not burdensome. Um, he, he makes it simple. We're the ones that sometimes make it too hard. So I pray that this um, has been a blessing to you. Friend, hold fast to the Lord. Keep, uh, keep yourselves in his love today, and um, we will have that that blessing of eternal life someday. I'm going to close with this uh, with this doxology that's at the end of Jude, and um, 
I'll encourage you once again to read God's Word, to study God's Word, to live God's Word, and to share God's Word. Now from uh, Jude, beginning in verse 24. Now to Him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of His glory with great joy, to the only God our Savior, through Jesus Christ our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time, and now and forever. Amen. Blessings to you, friend. Until next time.